have a methodology. Think yeah. about your, what are the things that you find yourself repeating over and over and over again to a variety of different clients that you're working with? Because those are the core tenants that are part of your process. All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Are you struggling with email marketing for your coaching business? Building an email list is crucial to connect with your clients and increase conversions, but it's not easy. That's where the Cleaning Hacks List Builder and Marketing Kit comes in. You'll get everything you need to build an email list of raving fans and potential clients, including a lead magnet, cover images, opt-in page, thank you page, and follow-up emails. And the best part, it's completely free. And if that isn't enough, I've also created video guides to walk you step-by-step through the setup process. Download your free kit and make it happen. Hey guys, I'm really excited to have Amanda on today. She is going to break down how she built her business. And I think for so many coaches, we sit there and we just want somebody to tell us like, how did you do it? So I brought on Amanda. She's an amazing functional medicine practitioner, and she's going to dive into really how she built this business to where it is today. Amanda, I'm so excited for you to be here. Can you tell everyone a little about you? Yes. Thank you, Rachel. It's it's my honor and it's fun to have this conversation. Hopefully it'll be valuable and inspiring to yeah. your listeners and your, totally. your, your audience. Um, yes. Yeah, so as Rachel mentioned, I am Amanda. I'm the founder and CEO of Hinman Holistic Health. And we specialize in helping to support women, primarily in their 40s and 50s, to take control of their thyroid and hormone balance. And I'm also the founder of- Which is so important. (laughs) So important. Well, we know, I mean, it's hormones, it's kind of like the catch-all be, end-all be-all, but it's really the underlying root cause of so many different unwanted symptoms and, and, you know, just- um, disease dynamics that we see in our, in our culture. So oh, I like that Disney disease dynamics. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, um, to kind of give you a little start about my, I think it's helpful that you said share my journey to building a business yeah. and being in the health and, and wellness arena. It's definitely had different ebbs and flows and, and, you know, twists and turns as any entrepreneur journey does. Um, I started off first with my own personal health transformation experience for myself and my family. Right. And that was like the galvanizing force. I had always been somebody who was passionate about wellness. I was in the nutrition space. I was a high performance sports performance coach and trainer and personal trainer for a number of years, um, working with athletes, working with individuals, adults who wanted to just up-level their, their health and well-being physically. And then 
I was quote unquote blindsided with an autoimmune diagnosis when I was during my fourth pregnancy, Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Right. And Rachel, honestly, I remember feeling completely furious, like enraged. (laughs) That's kind of a strange reaction. But when I had that diagnosis, I was in total denial because I self-identified as somebody who is very healthy. Here I am teaching fitness classes and talking about nutrition all the time and eating salads and smoothies and working out, you know, intense two hours a day. So to hear the words, you know, your body is attacking itself. You have an autoimmune diagnosis, which can lead to future diagnoses and you will likely be on medication for life was just like scary. I mean, I would think anybody would sit there and go into a panic and have some kind of anger. It's totally, yeah, total denial. It was totally like opposite of my worldview of what I thought was happening in my life. And so, you know, again, being that go-getter, like dive right in and I'm going to do the learning and figure out what actions I need to take to fix this. Started working with a naturopath and and so on and so forth and did the normal things. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about why I think this is so critical as health providers to have a combination of education and specific strategic guidance when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to food elimination, if that's what you're in the, in the arena of doing when it comes to supplementation and stuff like that. I did all of that with a naturopath and was really adamant about cutting everything out, following, taking, you know, 15 different supplements and didn't see my antibody numbers change substantially and didn't really feel maybe a little bit better. I felt maybe a little bit more energy, but not some notable change. And 20 months after that diagnosis, my oldest daughter, I have four daughters, was experiencing such extreme anxiety, Rachel, that she developed 10 to 12 to 15 seizures in a day. So completely devastating. Yeah. Very disempowering. Um, That experience was an even more galvanizing force for me to realize, and not only what was going on with the questions about my body, why was my thyroid attacking or, you know, why was my body attacking itself? And my thyroid was out of balance. Now my daughter was having extreme seizure activity. She was on four different benzodiazepine medications as an eight-year-old just to make it through a 24-hour period seizure-free. Went back to school. And that's when I studied at um, the School of Applied Functional Medicine to understand root cause functional medicine science, which is looking at the interconnectedness of the body systems and going much further upstream to see what's out of what's the imbalance, the blockage or the depletion that led to this right. circumstance of symptoms. Um, and so the long and the short of it is through education, through inspiration, through the mindset shifts and the lifestyle behavior changes, which go in combination with supplementation and nutrients, right? As we know, that is what completely radically changed our health. So she weaned off all all of her medications was seizure free in nine months. I was able to balance my autoimmunity and be medication free. Um, so it was life-changing that experience. And then I was like, I needed more people need to know about this. I need to do this in a more direct route as growing a business. Right. So I can help guide and educate and inspire individuals to become empowered around their own health journey. So initially I started off with offering six month coaching practices where I would meet with an individual personally one-on-one for, you know, twice a, twice a month and give them education, give them tools and give them tips and stuff 
similar to what I had been learning and implementing. And that was, you know, it took a while, but it, it kind of got some traction and I didn't really have a focus or didn't really have a specific niche. I was working with some moms who wanted help with their kids. Cause I had helped my daughter. I was working with some adults. I was working with some females, some males, just doing the work and eventually, you know, got to a point where I had a full practice and, and that was good, but I kind of maxed out. Like I'm one person and I can only do so much right. one-on-one trading session. Where did you time. market yourself? How did I market myself? Great question. So a couple of because different things. To get even to your thriving practice, I feel like there's a lot of coaches who are stuck. They have all the excitement. They have the interest. They have the passion, mm-hmm. but they don't know where to market themselves. Yeah. So it was honestly, it was starting off with doing talks. I really enjoy being visible and teaching and educating. And it was doing talks. I was doing talks at local yoga studios. I still do talks at at yoga studios, at fitness clubs, at um, online, you know, partner and collaborate with different um, people who are offering, offering, you know, education and group things. I did a lot of business lunch and learns. So it, it, there's a lot of humility, Rachel. I'm put in a lot of work into that. And it wasn't oh, yeah. necessarily just the online. Like, I think that's what everyone thinks is you come online, you start your social media channels and everyone no. wants to. I always say, no, you get networking with people yes. to build that referral network and to get in front of other people's networks. Absolutely. I would agree. Hands down. It's, it's, it seems like the easier path is to start online because of the visibility yeah. and that, that definitely gets to be part of the journey, but you can get stuck behind your computer trying to create content all day, all, all day, all, all the time online. And really it is so much more potent and powerful to connect live in person or face-to-face networking, having conversations. The biggest skill is honestly learning how to have conversations and how to talk about asking, inquiring questions, and then having a couple of really key, powerful, um, clarifying sound bites, if you will, to explain what it is that you help to people to experience. And you have to put it in terms of like, what is the benefit to them? Not explaining your process of how you do it. Right. So talking in terms of benefits, as opposed to process, which is sometimes new and different for yeah. business owners to learn. So you have this thriving practice and then what are, and then you get to this next step where you're like, I can only max out. Yeah. <laughs> then I was maxed out. Right. Then it was like, okay, I've got a wait list. I'm maxed out. So then the next step was to bring on health consultants. So, well, first of all, I will say it was to hone in my process and my structure. And what about because- when did you hone in your niche? I think that's the thing. So that's a good thing. So that actually, believe it or not, I kind of was ebbing and flowing and different, like I said, working with a lot of different people and different things. And the message is not, is less clear. And it wasn't until I probably four years into my business that I, and I was scared. And honestly, like the stories in my head was if I, I can help so many people. And if I pick thyroid and hormone, that means the person who has autoimmune or digestive or doesn't resonate with that is going to, I'm going to miss out on working with them. Hands down, that was the best decision is like, you have to pick an entry point, a starting point for people to start to recognize that you are the go-to expert on that topic. Because I still work with people who don't necessarily have a thyroid imbalance or been diagnosed with some thyroid condition, yet 
because of just that messaging, because of that languaging, because of me talking about the symptoms associated with that, they still will relate to I it. think it's important to have a clear niche because then it allows us to direct our marketing into specific areas. Absolutely. Our ideal client. And then also get into really understanding like buyer avatar. I think yes. once we get into that marketing, we can really understand the different types of buyers. And I think that it just streamlines the process. 100%. Like, are you looking to have not only just what is their health challenges, but are you looking to work with busy moms? Are you looking to working to work with career professionals? Are you look, looking to work with other entrepreneurs? Are you like all of these different facets right. can be a differentiator depending on how you're communicating your expertise, yeah. right? So absolutely clarifying who you want to be a hero to, who you want to, who lights you up, who are you most excited to serve? And then the other thing is how you serve them. Not so much in the, in the marketing message of communicating the how, but having a process, like we have a five-step process that we honed in over the last eight years. And it's identifying the root cause, replenish nutrients, restore digestive fire, reset your thinking, remove toxins, like having a streamlined approach that approach you can method clearly a method. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that's really important. I would just say to recap, even for anyone listening, you talked about like niche, you talked about getting out there and doing talks and mm-hmm. really networking and doing them online as well. Um, yes. and I think, I think that last point was just so so incredibly important for listeners. And I just wanted to like stop and pause. So they picked up that last point. Yes. Have a methodology. Think about your, what are the things that you find yourself repeating over and over and over again to a variety of different clients that you're working with? Because those are the core tenants that are part of your process. Yeah. Um, Put that into a methodology. And now all of a sudden you can start to think about scaling because I couldn't bring on a team of health consultants without having our process. So I put together one of the next step at, at one point eventually it was honing in what are the things that I'm saying over and over again, again with our client, with the clients I was working with individually, put that into a process and then create a, what we now have a hybrid offering, right? So it is, they have some um, training member learning modules, right? That are the things that we always talk about every for every single person that are universal are put into short little training videos with little action items for them to reflect on, to learn about themselves and to really gain that deeper understanding. And then we have, I now have a team of health consultants. So they'll meet a handful of times with their personal health consultant after kind of doing the pre-work, the learning and the, and the reflection. And then we have twice a month, we have our inspiration amplification, like group cohort sessions that it's like, It's about accountability. It's about continuing to be on this journey and continuing to stay inspired, hearing what other people are doing, what's working and where they're struggling. And so you don't feel alone. So it's really a comprehensive um, delivery now that we can, we can provide to practitioners. Did you struggle with setting up your pricing at any time or was that kind of? Oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's definitely, there's a lot of questions about like, You want to find, and I would encourage people when you're thinking about your pricing, you know, a fair price that is something you believe that, you know, somebody you're, you're going to be able to return on the value. Somebody's going to get really great, um, transformation and results from the support that you're providing, but that's a little bit of a stretch because 
here's what I'll say, Rachel, my experience is that, um, having your pricing structured in a way that is where people are committed. It's a little bit scarier, but instead of paying for one session and then, oh, I can buy another session, like one off, one off. It's like, they're committing for a experience. The only thing that I say for a single session is it's a great entry, but it's not for you to keep doing single session after single. Correct. Yeah, I would agree. Like, let's get to know each other. Maybe you're shopping around. It's a great session for that. Great session for somebody who just needs like a very simple plan. But if yes. it's continuation, I think that you need to have a package. Absolutely, because that's how you help somebody truly yeah. transform. We know you can't go to the gym once and think your body's going to be turned around. <laughs> so you can't you can't work with your health consultant or business or, or health mentor once and assume that your life is going to yeah. be completely yeah. turned around. So what would you say in this journey of building your business that was the most helpful to you? Plugging into a community of other practitioners that are doing the same thing. Undoubtedly, I am always somebody that has a mentor, a business mentor, and being in community not only keeps you inspired, it's hard. Let's be honest. There are many days where it's like, oh, I don't feel like doing this, or this is hard, or I'm putting in so much and it's, it doesn't seem like it's translating yet. So don't go that path alone, right? Do it with others that are there that you can learn from, that you can connect with, that understand. I mean, I think that's like perhaps the biggest um, lesson that I've learned or things that I've experienced. And then what would you say is something that you tried that really didn't work? Oh, Facebook ads. <laughs> I would say lots of things. And I tried that so early on because it seems like, that's so funny because it seems like, oh yeah, I can, you know, I can put stuff out there and then it gets visibility. The reality is I'm not saying it never works. It does work at some stages of the business, but I think you honestly need to be like a close to an 80, at least 80,000 or six figure business owner annually before you really have honed in your clarity and your messaging. Right. And make that convert. So I tried that way early on, I think in year two or year three. And oh my gosh, I, I wasted so you, so you really did a lot of workshops. Did you do online webinars or did you have a Facebook? Both. You did. Online yeah, I did have a Facebook group. I do still have a Facebook group. Admittedly, that's not my strong suit. I'm much stronger in networking and connecting and speaking. So I do that a lot more. Yeah. Um, but visit and being online, like part of it is just showing up. You honestly, I feel like as you grow and change as a leader and you step into more leadership, which requires more attention, discipline, and consistency, right? As you show up with more leadership in your desire to create an impact and to serve, that starts to be mirrored in the people who show up to work with you. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? That should be the mic drop. <laughs> Yeah. What would you say for a coach who's starting their business today? Um, What would you say is like first on the priority list to take care of? First on the priority list, I would say is clarity, getting clear of who you are really excited about supporting because it's going to be some ebbs and flows. It's going to be some exhilarating days and some challenging moments. So as Brennan Bouchard says, you always have to summon your commitment. You have to summon your energy to do the work. It doesn't just happen. If you just wait for it to be there, some days it'll be there and some days it won't be there. It's up to you to summon that. And it's easier if you have clarity on who is this for, like, why am I doing this? 
I love that. It's almost like the journey of getting to your niche. I mean, I think that, yes. and I love that you talked about how you felt that maybe that those other people weren't going to come to you if you. Oh, totally. Them. Yeah. I was, there was a lot of fear because it's like, well, wait, but I can help with this and I can help with seizures and I can help with anxiety and I can help with autoimmune and I can help with all these things. And when you're speaking to everybody, you're really speaking to nobody. Yeah. yeah. You speak in broad generalities then, as opposed to really pointed targeted where someone's like, oh my gosh, you're like saying the thoughts that are in my head. Oh, I love that. So what are your plans now for, what are your next plans? My plans are continued. I mean, honestly, actually I have a book coming out later at the end of the year. So thank you. So that, and that is, again, this is the, the challenge in entrepreneurship is there at every new step. So this book has been a labor of um, personal growth for me. I actually finished the manuscript about 90% of the way done in December of last year. And I've been like holding on to it, holding on to it, being like, I know that there's some tweaks. I know that there's some things and there has been some breakthroughs and some adjustments that I get to add to it. And yet, Rachel, it's still, there's still like levels of hesitation there because it just takes your visibility to a whole nother platform, right? To have, do I mean, I do a lot of speaking, podcasting. I do a lot of different things like that, but to go to another platform of having a best-selling book and have it, you know, I already have my publisher and stuff and they have a track record of really blowing this up. And it's like, there's some excitement around that, but there's also some imposter syndrome of like, who do I think I am to put out a book and, and talk about this? You know, so it doesn't go away. We I all think have that stuff. I love that you shared that because it's so raw and real of what happens to us when we, when we do show up, we have that imposter syndrome and it's like, what it's whether we listen to it or not. Yes. So I would say for anyone out there, um, is there anything that we missed? you know what, stay on the journey. And it, it comes back to like, this is what we, we're, we're in the health arena. I think at the end of the day, always stay committed to your own personal health and well-being yeah. because when you are at your best vitality, that's when you have the bandwidth to summon the commitment, to summon the passion and the energy. Um, so yes, I think I would say stay committed to your health and allow that to be the catalyst and the momentum. Oh, I love that. Apply discipline and persistence in your entrepreneurial venture. I love that. Um, oh, I'm so excited for your book. I'm so excited. Thank for you. you. Yes. Um, I'll keep you posted when we uh, have it ready to launch and all of that fun stuff. Well, I just want to say thank you for being here today. It was amazing for you to share. I'm trying to think if there's anything I want to ask you. I know we talked about Facebook groups. Oh, with your webinar, did you do a webinar a month? Yes. One or two. I usually do. I still, to this day, do a minimum of three speaking events every month. So it's usually one is at least one is online. One will be a webinar or a masterclass to my own community and then share it with others. And then I'll always make sure that I try and have at least one in person. And usually there's other like um, collaborative opportunities now, you know, that I'm invest in like asked to be on and whatnot. Oh, I love that. I think that one of the things that you really talked about was like, you know, that I want to highlight was getting on people's podcasts, like getting, like going after that visibility. And I think a lot and of it's, coaches think that it's just going to come to them. Like, I was just going to say, so I'm glad that you mentioned that, Rachel. So even still, like I do have people ask me now, but I still reach out. Like yeah. part of my marketing strategy is like, okay, every single week, how many outreaches am I going to do? 
to see where I can continue to serve. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why you're successful. And that's why you're on this show talking about your success. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. It's like, you got, you you know, be willing to show them with that leadership and do and take the action. Guys, this was a jam packed session. I love this. We talked about so much on this episode. Um, Go back, listen, get inspired and get putting yourself out there. Because if you don't, your business is just going to stay flat. If you go and put yourself in situations that are maybe uncomfortable, you will grow your business and get to the next place. Thank you so much, Amanda. My pleasure. Great to connect with you, Rachel. All right, guys. Oh, quick, Amanda, can you tell everyone where they can follow you? Yes, absolutely. Please um, check out HinmanHolistic.com. And the, under the resources, there's an area that I've always want to make available. We have our free thyroid hormone health assessment. So it's a great way to kind of check in and see where your hormone balance is. And also do the, what I think is equally as important as the physiological symptoms, also the personal identity and how you're showing up with your behaviors. So it's a combination of taking a look at what is that, what is that catalyst to really be at your peak performance? Oh, I love that. Guys, you know what you need to do right now? (laughs) I'm like, I better go over and see what my peak performance is. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right, guys. It's been a pleasure. Stay tuned for the next episode and we will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. All right, guys. That is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right. So don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you. Bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys soon.